Hello and welcome to Kiri Presents or Inspiring Stories. This is the podcast where I sit down with a special guest to share their inspiring story, journeys and thoughts along the way. So sit back and enjoy. This podcast is in recognition of Anti-Bullying Awareness Week, which was on the 14th of November this year. It's an annual UK event held in the third week of November, which aims to raise awareness of bullying of children and young people in schools and elsewhere, and to highlight ways of preventing and responding to it. It started in 2002 and has since grown to become a significant event in the calendar. Unfortunately, bullying is extremely common. 30% of children have experienced bullying in the last year alone. 17% of children have been bullied online and approximately one child in every classroom experiences it every single day. The most important thing is that Anti-Bullying Awareness Week helps schools to tackle this. And our guest today is also doing just that. Belle is a young musician and has recently written a song that advocates staying true to yourself and resisting the bullies along the way. She is also embarking on a tour around schools, talking to school children about her own experience on cyberbullying and the unfortunate effect that it's had on her mental health. It's certainly an interesting one and I'm sure it will resonate with a lot of people listening today. And here's the show. much for coming on the podcast today it's so nice to have you thank you for having me I'm super excited <laughs> brilliant it's really good because we're going to help raise awareness of anti-bullying week yeah absolutely so that's the idea so yeah thank you so much for coming on it's lovely to see you so yeah tell us a little bit about you and um, you're doing a tour aren't you? you're taking your music around schools yeah tell us all about it Okay, so yeah, I'm Belle. I just turned 16. I'm a singer-songwriter. I started writing my songs in lockdown because I went through some kind of tough times kind of before that time. I kind of found my passions again during lockdown when I was 13. That's when I started writing songs. And I just wanted to kind of write about empowerment and being true to yourself and also touching on mental health because, you know, I really suffered with it and I'm sure a lot of other people do too. So yeah. And then in lockdown, I started posting those kind of songs on social media and it got picked up from then and then yeah that's kind of when the whole tour kind of happens and it's really cool because now I'm able to sing my songs and then also kind of chat about mental health and cyberbullying and social media which is literally everything that I'm passionate about so yeah it's been like so great so far <laughs> it's amazing it's all sort of come together as one thing hasn't it and you've been able to put your music and your experiences together and help other people on this tour it's incredible so well done can you tell us a little bit about the cyberbullying and your experiences that you went through, if you don't mind? Yeah, well, I mean, it's still kind of raw because, um, mm-hmm. you know, pretty recent. But yeah, I went through kind of childhood bullying when I was younger. And then I didn't really know how to deal with it very well because I didn't reach out to anyone. And that's something kind of I really preach um, to reach out to someone because it does truly help. And I didn't really know how to use my social media in the right way. You know, I kind of suffered a lot because I didn't think other people realised the effects they can have on someone. So I really, really suffered kind of when I first started secondary school. But, you know, I've come out the other end now and now I'm able to kind of talk to others and help others, which is so 
Amazing. And so did you have the bullying online? Was it cyberbullying or did you say you were in school as well? Yeah, well, because when I was younger, obviously we didn't really have social media, but now every kid I'm talking to has social media, which is crazy. But yeah, mm. the first time, it's kind of been through the whole kind of lot of it, physical, verbal, cyber, kind of the whole lot. <laughs> yeah, so face to face as well. Yeah. So, I mean, you are very open about your experiences and you've expressed it all on social media. It's amazing how you're able to talk about it and you're really helping others by doing that, which is incredible. What's made you want to help others and talk so openly about it? Well, I think when I was going through everything that I did, I never had anyone to, or I never thought I had anyone to kind of aspire to or talk to or reach out to. And I kind of just want to be that person for someone. If I can help one person, that that will make me so happy with the reactions. I think I am doing something which is just making me so happy. Yeah, you seem so happy as well. You're just beaming and smiling that you can help people, which is incredible, Belle, to be an only 16 as well. It's amazing. Let's go back to your music. So during lockdown, you were reflecting and I think we all had time to reflect during lockdown, didn't we? We we were thinking about life and thinking, what can we do to change things and how can we help people? There was that real community spirit, wasn't there? People were taking up hobbies. But um, you were obviously working on your passion for music. You wrote this amazing song which I have listened to and it's called Just To Be You it was released on October the 28th is that yeah. right yeah yeah I was writing in lockdown I actually wrote Just To Be You quite recently but yeah when I am um, in lockdown that's kind of when I first started writing my, all my songs yeah. I wrote my Beautiful To Me and Run which is released in June I believe and yeah I kind of I've always loved writing poetry and singing but I never actually thought to put the two together <laughs> but um that's when in lockdown I kind of found my passions for writing music and kind of putting my messages into them so, yeah brilliant tell us about what Just Be You is all about then that particular song yeah well Just Be You specifically is kind of a message to my younger self because you know I think me and so many other people especially um, during school life and school times it's really hard to not feel pressured into changing yourself to fit in into like a group or like a clique yeah I really struggled with that and it was kind of just a message to myself saying you can be yourself and just be you <laughs> amazing and a message to everyone else listening yeah, to it as well. I'm, I'm sure just like music has helped you your songs are going to be helping other people as well that have gone through a similar experience so it's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I really like it because it's got an Avril Lavigne feel to it, hasn't it? And I love as a teenager, I don't know whether you, you probably have. Yeah, yeah. She's like my biggest inspiration. <laughs> yeah, so good. So yeah, I used to love her. But um, I also think the lyrics with Avril Lavigne's lyrics, it really resonates with people. And the lyrics that you write in your songs are really going to resonate as well. So my favourite line is, don't change to try and please someone. So yeah, tell us more about the lyrics and why you think, again, that's such an important message to spread. Yeah, well, I was actually asked what my favourite lyrics were in the song yesterday and I said those exact I think kind of those lyrics kind of just make the whole meaning of the song true. That is the message I'd want to give to every kid that is really struggling in school and trying to fit in. That's kind of what I would say to everyone who is struggling. Yeah, it kind of says it on the tin really, doesn't it? That's your main message so how can listeners download the song where can we get it 
Uh, well, it's available on all streaming platforms, so you can get it anywhere, really. I have uh, links in my all my social media platforms, so yeah, it's quite easy to get hold of. Yay! <laughs> brilliant. That's the beauty of the internet. We can just download. It's brilliant. So obviously, going back to school, you're doing the tour, you're taking your music around, and you're talking to the students about bullying and the effects that it might have on them. It's such an important time, isn't it, school for for children and young people. I mean, what differences have you noticed between your own experiences and then the children's experiences? Have they told you much about their own experiences of bullying? Yeah, they have actually, which, you know, I feel really grateful that they kind of feel like they can open up to me. But I think social media has made it so much worse, especially for this kind of generation. I know I'm part of it, but, you know, I didn't have yeah, like at such a young age like I'm talking like seven eight year olds in primary school and having social media is it can be great when it's used correctly but I think a lot of people don't have the right guidance which is why I'm trying to help but yeah I think because it never stops because when you're at school if you're being bullied by like a real life person I guess yeah it's still just on your phone so it's kind of just this never-ending kind of cycle but having reaching out really really does help so yeah no, definitely. And it must be so tricky for schools because if they know cyberbullying is taking place or if the children are saying to the teachers, because that's often what children have to turn to, don't they? Their teachers, if they can't talk to their mum and dad or if they're too embarrassed to tell friends. So it must be really tricky for schools to deal with the Internet bullying when they're not actually at school themselves. The bullying's not taking place at school. Yeah, that is so true. And I don't think, well, the majority of schools I've been to, I don't think they quite know how to handle that yet, Mm. especially when I was kind of going through cyberbullying. The schools kind of, it was normal to them and they didn't really, because they couldn't do anything about it because once they're out of school, it's none of their responsibility. So I think there isn't, there's so much they can do, but um, it's the kids themselves that kind of need to, I want to help them figure out what they can do instead of kind of schools because, no, it's definitely. Like can't... Yeah, you can't change what policies and you can't sort of influence that, I suppose. I suppose they can maybe weave it more into the curriculum, can't they? And just help, like you're doing, like helping children um, manage it and prevent it happening. If that was sort of weaved into the curriculum a little bit more, that might help, possibly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have PSHE and like humanities and things, but I think they just really like um, the kind of topic of cyberbullying. I guess they can't really go into it much. I mean, I'm not in school myself, so I'm not too sure what they're teaching. But yeah, if they could, if they maybe had like a lesson where they could just, or maybe a private thing when they can just have each kid and ask them how they're dealing with social media um, and how to like prevent getting cyberbullied and stuff that would that would really help and that might encourage the children to talk about it amongst others because if they could just tell their friends what's happening that even just shares the load doesn't it just mm-hmm. telling friends but often children are embarrassed aren't they that they might be bullied and I know that to a mild extent I was bullied as well as a child at school and you do tell the teachers but only to a certain extent because you don't want to go on about it too much because you feel like you don't want to get the bullies in trouble or make it worse yeah it's almost embarrassing isn't it but um if you can start talking about it and tell your friends then it definitely helps share that load doesn't it yeah reaching out really truly does help and I really wish I did that and I think a lot of people if they don't feel comfortable with kind of talking to anyone writing down really helps that's something that um a lot of the kids have actually said 
and it, it does it's a really great outlet or maybe reporting online because I mean how with how advanced the internet is it's so easy to like just click a button and report it which yeah. really does help that's so true you can do that just on like the local police services can't you and make a report on there and yeah absolutely I mean the internet's got its positives and its negatives so I mean bullying is often stigmatized as you say people aren't talking about it as much as they should be so when you are talking about it now a bit more openly do you find you get positive and negative responses obviously we're trying to have a positive conversation that you might get some negative comments about it possibly or not so much? Yeah, well, so far I've actually had all pretty much a kind of positive feedback and I'm sure I will get some negative feedback at some point, but um, at the moment it's just a lot of kids kind of feeling like they can really relate, especially because we're kind of the same age. I think a lot of the time um, when it's an older person, I feel like they kind of don't listen as much because they think, oh, you don't understand. And I totally get that. So I think just kind of being that same age and having that relatability really does help. No, definitely. Yeah, they can see that you've been through it. And yeah, like you say, when they're talking to a teacher, they might not think that the teacher's been through what they've been through. So having someone on a similar wavelength must be really really nice and really useful so has there been one particular moment that stood out for you like highlighted why this is such an important thing to do well I mean I've kind of been overwhelmed with the feedback I really didn't expect it whatsoever but I got a message from a parent the other day actually it was from a kid in primary school um, and she really struggled with or she still struggles but she has social anxiety and really struggles going into school and her parent messaged me saying that um, I've really given her hope made her want to go into school and not really care what other people think and kind of trust herself you know that has really made my year that I've kind of helped her go into school because you know I think I felt like you know I was her at some point when I was in primary school and knowing that I've helped her has really, really made my entire year. That's amazing. (laughs) The fact that, and she's opened up to her parent about it and her mum's contacted you to say that. That It's so nice. It's so nice when you get positive reviews about your work. And this is almost your work, isn't it? It certainly Mm. makes it all worthwhile. Mm, Absolutely. Have you got any advice about what you would say to children to help make a difference in bullying prevention? Like, what would you say to a child that maybe has heard that their friend's being bullied? How can they prevent that? Can they help? Yeah, I think it's pretty self-explanatory that um, it's a lot easier to be kind than go out of your way to be horrible to someone or hurt someone. Mm. I think just have friends that you can fully trust and uh, will support you with anything that happens to you. Because I think a lot of the time, kids don't know where to stand when someone is being bullied because they don't want to get involved in it whatsoever. So sometimes Mm. we just stand back. But You know, I think it's just having that happy medium and just being there to support them and having like someone to reach out to. No, absolutely. Because you don't want to escalate the situation, like you say, do you? Mm -hmm. By sort of getting involved in it. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about it and trying to be as kind as possible. That's really good tips. So as we know, Anti-Bullying Week is in November. It's every year. And it's partly Mm -hmm. the reason why we're doing this podcast. So why is the actual anti-bullying week so important? Why is it so important in the year that we raise awareness? Yeah, well, I think anti-bullying really crosses over with mental health, which mental health also crosses with physical health. Mm. If you don't have health and physical health balance, then you're not a great person. And yeah, having anti-bullying week is so vital because I think 
it is a time for when kids can feel like they can maybe talk to someone because especially when it's being talked about in schools I think it is a great kind of opportunity for kids to reach out especially with how many resources there are online as well so yeah it's a great time to talk to somebody. No definitely it kind of makes people stop and actually think about it doesn't it think about the topic yeah. and do something about it absolutely. So let's talk about the bullies themselves. Do you think that the people that bully others are the ones to blame? Well, that is a tricky one. I think a bully is never, ever truly happy with themselves. Um, They could be going through something with their family um, at home, being treated badly, or maybe being bullied themselves. But I don't think anything justifies their actions. I think you do have to be considerate of what they're going through. But, you know bullying someone can never be justified so it it is a real hard one isn't it because like you say it's almost like they've got this extra confidence or you think that they're this superior person but actually Mm -hmm. it's probably the opposite of that isn't it they're actually probably feeling really insecure and and not safe in themselves and they probably do need the help and the support as well yeah that's always the way Mm. (laughs) so I mean we've talked a lot about opening up and and discussing it who would you suggest they go and talk to first well obviously if you feel comfortable talk to your parents or your friends or teachers and also all the kids that I've kind of been talking to in school I've left my dms open obviously because I'm always there for them but um yeah if if you don't feel comfortable with talking reaching out online really does help there's so many resources like childline and like there's literally so many which are really easy to use as well so you know there's endless platforms for people to reach out to yeah so obviously try and talk to your mum or dad first yeah like you say there's childline there's bullybusters.org.uk as well um because bullying also happens in adulthood believe it or not not just in schools which is crazy it happens in the workplace it happens within families So, yeah, there are support out there and there's support for people that could think that they have been a bully as well. I think that's really important to encourage them to seek support as well and find out why this is happening. Yeah. So, about what is next for you? I'm sure there's lots of exciting things coming up. Yeah, well, I've got a couple of weeks left of the tour, which is really exciting. And I'm also working on an album at the moment, which I am like always writing, always working on something. So yeah, really excited. Busy, busy. <laughs> um, so your tour, that's, is it in the Midlands and the Southwest, the school tour? Yeah, we're kind of going Midlands at the moment. And then we went South last week. So yeah, kind of doing South and Midlands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll go to the southeast, maybe London next time. Hopefully, definitely. That's yeah. definitely on my list. <laughs> it'd be good to just literally cover the whole of the UK with your message because I think it'd be so important. <laughs> well, that's the goal. Yeah, that'd be amazing. So how can we find you on social media? You said about keeping your DMs open for anyone that would like to chat. So how can we find you? Yeah, well, all my social media platforms are called Belcom Blue Rose and they're all public and stuff. So yeah, you can chat on there if you want. And all my songs are kind of in my bio. I have a link with a link tree. So yeah, you can find me on there. Excellent. Mm-hmm. We'll put the links on the podcast as well so people can find you. Thank you. Well, I think we've come to the end. We've covered so much. And honestly, it's been amazing having you on the podcast. You've been an absolute joy. And for someone of just, you've only just turned 16. So to open up so honestly, it's just incredible. And I'm sure, like you say, even if you just help one person, then 
that's amazing but I'm sure you're going to be helping so many more listening to the podcast and on the school tour and we just can't wait to see what else you have in store in the future thank you so much I love chatting with you (laughs) oh thank you so much Val and yeah I'm definitely going to keep a lookout for all the things you've got planned and going on and listen to all the songs yeah thank you thank you again (laughs) thank you bye bye Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you haven't already, please follow Kiri Presents or Inspiring Stories on the podcast platform of your choice. And don't forget to share on the socials if you enjoyed it. Thank you very much and talk to you soon.